Good evening, Concierge Pharmacy listeners. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub Conversation. We are coming to you on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and we want to just tell you a little bit about what's going on today, kind of in a little update. A lot of things are happening. Things are happening very, very quickly in our profession uh, to deal with some of the issues of COVID. And today, um, I got a little concerned, even more so than normal, with the, the plight of the independent pharmacy and those, those backbone of our profession. Granted, uh, they are very resilient and they have fought battles with PBMs and in states, including New York, have gotten them to, to for transparency and do things to remove them from, uh, from their terrorist activities on Medicaid uh, programs, et cetera. So kudos to uh, PISNI and uh, the FixRx uh, initiatives and the things that are done in other states where they just don't stand by and let these behemoths uh, basically um, disrupt the market in a negative fashion. And, you know, they they still survive. They're the backbone of our industry, those independents. My dad was an independent pharmacy owner. So I respect them and I'm committed to do what we can to assist them. Well, today, you know, in the aftershock, and I mean that seriously, of announcements about how independent pharmacies here in the state of New York, and actually I think Jersey, I don't know whether the governor announced it officially, but let's just keep it in New York, about how upwards of 5,000 independent pharmacy locations, I believe, they want to do testing. And they want to have pharmacists do testing to assist in in the process of getting more people tested. And so much unclear messaging came out that today, um, you know, Pisney and, and pharmacists had to speak to the Board of Health, like, well, what did you really mean? Do you, are we going to do the test in our pharmacy? Do we have to be lab clear certified? Uh, what, 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 is, what did you really say? Did you empower the pharmacist to do what he or she can do? Or did you not? So the uncertainty is such, and there are so many comments and questions going around where independent pharmacy owners don't even know what that message is, don't even know which direction it's going. Are they going to sell the tests and have those tests go home? Are they going to have COVID patients coming into their stores with, 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 with symptoms to do the test? Are they going to just be collection spots where tests are done and labs pick them up? And what about the labs? What who who what labs are they going to use? Labs that are certified. I mean, the FDA, you know, would certify it. It's like uh, you know they'll, they'll certify anything and approve anything right now. But does that mean that that's the best test to use on a patient that shows false negatives or false positives? Or and I think uh, Senator Schumer showed one that said that showed both. Hey, here it is. It's a positive and a negative. What does that mean? So. The concerns that I have, because I am committed to to work with independent pharmacies so that they can advance their clinical component, their collaboration with physicians, their ability to do more than just count pills, because they do much more than count pills. We had a conversation with uh, an independent today about how we could advance their medication therapy management through telehealth. Because if you're not seeing patients... Now, granted, in the past, you could do an MTM in the store and you can do it remotely on a phone. 
but don't you want to see your patients? That's what telehealth does. So my concern is that when there are White House press conferences and they bring up large, big companies like the Rite Aids and the Walmarts and the CVSs, and they say, oh, these are the great things that they're doing and they're bringing testing up and they're in four states and eight states and 20 states and they're doing, it It just makes me think why we're going to run into even a bigger problem in the future because of these big box retailers who have the agenda of being PBMs to benefit that if they hold on to those that business, they make more money. And they're going to put more independent pharmacy owners out of business. So I, I sadly believe that whereas on the surface it appears that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood when a pharmacist gets the ability to order a test and do a test because of the waiver and the executive order signed by Cuomo. But is that enough? Is that going to save these, these hardworking, dedicated backbones of our profession? God, I hope so. Because the, the, the corner of every, you know, can't be happy and healthy. Can't be a big box retailer. In Florida, you go to a corner and there are five of them. You got Target and CVS. Then Walgreens and this one and that one. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right for the people who put their blood, sweat, and tears into the communities to serve the patients for years. So I'm concerned because the stores that were up, those those CEOs, those who's talking and 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 they're saying what a great job they're doing, those are companies that are qualified as essential providers. Those are people who are getting bailout money. Those are people who are going to be hiring people based on the PPPs. They're hiring, they're in business, they're making money. Is the independent pharmacy today hiring people? Are they able to even get a small business loan? Today, the second round of financing hit uh, for PPPs and and everybody said, oh, we got to take care of the small guys. Well, today the, the system crashed. I think I don't know. I'm, I don't just. I don't even listen to the numbers. They're just so stupid. But none of that money's getting there. I mean, the stimulus money, even the twelve hundred dollars per person, the twenty four hundred dollars. I haven't gotten it. Okay, and I'm not listening. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it does matter, but it doesn't matter because you can't change it. Oh, they say go on to get my payment website. Well. I'm on Social Security, so they said you would get your payment. I did my taxes, so they said you get your payment. Well, and in, in the mailbox today, I got toilet paper. You know, thankfully it was better because someone dropped it off for me. But it's not happening. There was, a, you know, everybody's got an opinion, and I, 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 I try not to watch the news commentary. I try and watch the news. People who I listen to, who are doing things. The governor of New York, the governor of New Jersey. I think they're really stepping up and doing what they can. And I listen to that, to what people are doing, not what they're saying they're doing. Because it's not about I, it's about we. It's not about, you know, what's been done. It's about what still has to be done. So I just, I just heard and listened because it was after today's conference where I'm watching all of these big box retailers get up there and be paraded up there as they're doing great jobs, and they are. But to me, what's going to happen to those independent pharmacy? Uh, I think they'll be sadly 
hundreds. There were hundreds closing anyway. I think 589 last year of independents who died, who closed in the New York area. I hope and pray that that number is in five times that amount because we can afford to, we cannot afford to lose the community pharmacy owner. We cannot afford to use that personalized approach to medication, adherence, management, that you don't get at a drive-through window at a Walgreens or a CVS. It's not about technology, it's about people. And I'll tell you what's gonna happen. And I, I'm, I don't, you know, Lonnie Quinn, if you follow Channel 2, Lonnie Quinn is the only weatherman who I follow. When Lonnie roll takes his, his jacket off, you know, it's it, it, there's something coming. When he rolls his sleeves up, you know you're in for a boomer, for a monster storm. And, and he predicts as well as anybody that I've ever seen in the weather, in the weather industry. And he's just, he's just amazing. I love him. Love Lonnie Quinn. There's actually a Lonnie Quinn doll that I got for my kids because we always joke about Lonnie Quinn. Hey, when Lonnie rolls up his sleeves, we're not going to work tomorrow. It's a snow day. I don't want to predict. I don't. But I sense in my heart that the testing which is so financially beneficial for the CVSs and the Walgreens and the big box retailers of the world are going to dominate like they did in flu shots. And then what will happen is you will be at a CVS doing COVID antigen and antibody testing because they have the girth and the, and the wherewithal and the finances to get it done and to turn their company into that testing site. Whereas Howie doesn't and the small independent doesn't. They just can't. They can't. They'll get it done. And then what will happen is the pharmacists who work there, they're not going to make more money by doing the test. Oh, no. It's the same thing all over again. They're going to be paid nothing more to do this test than they are to do the same ridiculous amount of work that they need to do. So the the the, the culture and the, and the compassion for the pharmacists, which doesn't exist anymore in the big box retailers, it's going to get worse because once they commit to do that testing, you know who's going to be the one who's going to have to get it done? You, the pharmacist. So I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking in the next 60 days, we may do a, a marketing campaign to say, attention all big box retailers. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than doing what you're going to do and they're going to make you do because they're going to want to do testing, not just this year. But next year and the year after that, because these testing is not going to go away. It's going to be here forever. It's just going to be another task. But is doing a swab in an individual community pharmacy a task? No. That pharmacist is doing it really to save the life of that patient, to take care of them like they do in everything that they do as an independent pharmacy owner. That's lost in the big box retailers because the business of pharmacy stinks. The profession of pharmacy is wonderful, and they can't marry the two. So we're going to try and do that. May 20th, it's my anniversary, 42 years. We're going to try and marry the profession of pharmacy and the business of pharmacy by bringing the class of 2020 in before they get a chance to be diseased by CVS and Walgreens and the corner drugstore and the, and the, uh, the big box retailers. And we're going to work with them. And we're going to put them into a safe environment to save lives of other patients. And we're going to collaborate with independent pharmacies. 
not with CVS and Walgreens. Let them do what they want. They're going to do it anyway because it's about the money to them. It's not about the patient. I just don't want to wake up a year from now and know that there are thousands of independent pharmacies who didn't make it. That that's a death that never that that death impacts millions of people. When you think about it, for an independent pharmacy, yeah, okay, they'll go pick it up at Walgreens. It's not the same. The lives that those independent pharmacies impacted for their career, those lives are impacted too. And maybe that diabetic patient or that hypertensive patient who doesn't get the personalized attention that they get from Howie in the corner drugstore, maybe that patient will die. Who's going to monitor that? Where's the study going to be that in markets that an independent pharmacy closes their door and is taken over by a big box retailer, how many people die? That's a survey that I don't think anybody wants to see. You know why? Because it would be so real to see how the big box retailers not only will lose those lives, they'll impact the lives of the pharmacist who they'll kill trying to get them to take care of those people in the way that they want. So I'm concerned. I'm scared. I'm scared about COVID as a whole entity, but I'm concerned about what we can do. And I think it's about going to the next generation and saying, you know what? You want more, we'll give you more. So our commitment to everyone in the pharmacy profession who wants to advance their career is going to shift to focus on the class of 2020. These young, I spoke to them today. We had 11 new students come into our remote appy. And we went around the room <laughs> remotely, and three quarters of them are into residency programs, accepted. And three quarters of them aren't going to be able to start July 1st because they require a license to get those jobs. They're not going to get their license. But we're going to take those brilliant, articulate, passionate professionals, and we're going to give them a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not a freight train. And it doesn't mean they have to go to CVS to take a job, which, by the way, CVS is not going to be growing and offering. There'll be a, a freeze on hiring. We already heard people at Walgreens offers and whatever. Spoke to the super as well. You know, we're not sure. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, you know, keep in touch. And, uh, you know, based on when you get their license. And, of course, that, that supervisor knows that that person is not getting his license or her license for the next 120 days at a minimum pushed out. Those jobs are not going to be there for them. But CVS and Walgreens don't worry about it because they'll just get to other people. They just fill fill the box with with like the little chuchas that they put in there to, you know, to packing. It's like they look at the filling their big boxes like with packing material, not with people. I'm sad. I'm concerned. Today was a very exciting day from a perspective of RxVIP because it looks like we're going to offer a residency program and a fellowship program at RxVIP Concierge. I'm excited about that because higher learning gets me motivated and gets me excited. So it's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub. And this is a uh, it's a Monday night conversation, just to talking to my friends at the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all safe. Stay in touch with us. Follow coronavirusrx.us. It's a lot of information there. There's a lot of conversation there. And you can actually get 
the real information about what's going on. CoronavirusRx.us. CoronavirusRx.us. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub. Be safe and have a wonderful evening.